So. I just I just thought about something before I left the house earlier. Like obviously there's that thrash metal book. I got that for Christmas one year, and it's like a complete. That's for you. Encyclopedia <laughs> of nonsense. There's oh, another, thank you, thank you. There's yeah. another book I've got that's called I think it's like Encyclopedia Metallium or something like that. But it's it's like a bigger book than that. It's like color. It's got pictures and stuff. But it's got like all <laughs> the bands. No, dude, it's got all the bands and it's got like a key. And to each to each band, it's got like a key assigned to it, so it shows like you know drugs or like a gun for suicide or <laughs> or like you know like sex like STDs or something. It's got like all these weird fucking things or like if they're religious, it's got like a cross. I need to bring that fucking book over because that book probably has hours of influence and and excitement in it that we could talk about. Sweet. I don't know why I said excitement. I didn't mean it. Y'all know what I meant when I say that, right? Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, it's like tone bone, but it's like with regard to our own episodes. It's like like episode bone, kind of. So, uh... Admit it. Do you not enjoy doing a Metal Nerdery episode that gets you hard more so than doing one that kind of gets you like half hard? Like a semi-chubby? Gross. Don't you like full chubby versus semi-chubby? Like, if you had to pick one. One. I wish I had the sound bite. From Butters. Uh, I'm going to send it to Bill one day so we have that on file. It would have been perfect right now. Butters goes off on Game of Thrones about how they always always have flaccid. All the men have flaccid penises. There's there's all these pretty girls around and then they get these flaccid penises. Things were different back then. And there we go. All right. So, <laughs> welcome back to the Metal Nerdery, everybody. How y'all doing out there? That was beautiful. That was What's beautifully that? choreographed by What's the billion. So, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's the billion. Yeah, that would be me. And then there's the Russell. Hey there. That would be him. And then there's the Wheeler. Indeed. So, um, so, we, so we just recently talked about 1988. Yeah, we did. We did. But before we go into the yes. the, the main uh, course of yes. this episode, yes. I want to mention a couple of really cool things going on with some local like flavors. current events kind of things? Current events, local current events metal. Are good. Yeah. Local, ooh, local as in possibly tangential relation like or right down the freaking street metal like Ooh. like 10 minutes away metal like that's the alex of approval and yeah. discernment so i've got these more. friends the Hoseas, good people i know them through going to concerts mary grace my wife and i met them um i want to say at a volbeat show uh volbeat yeah, we're, we're volbeat fans but um still trying to figure them out anyway over the years no we've remained friends and um they had a big house party and their son Landon's band was playing and we were, we popped it Ubered over there. Cause we knew we were going to partake and drive uh, carefully. My friends, big, nice, beautiful house. Right. But then when you go downstairs, they got the killer bar set up, but it's over a shit here, hole. yeah, over here to the, yeah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't mean that in a Besides way. The bar, they had a separate billiard room. Okay. And then wow. over here to the left, they had the stage set up. It was badass, like with a video nice. screen behind the band. The whole day, they got them hooked up, right? Good PA system. It's like a club, and uh, 
and I'm thinking, okay, cool. We'll watch their kids band play, you know, thinking like, you know, I remember when we were playing for our parents, friends, right. you know, Tommy's house and, like, and oh my God, here we go. Let them play. They've been working on this so hard and so long. Fucking kids came in there and blew the freaking roof off the place. They had probably a hundred of their own friends there, their age, you know, they were teens, 16, 17, somewhere in that. They were good. And those they kids were named. <laughs> They're called Actus Reus. How do you spell that, Russell? A C T U S. Actus R E U S. Re us. But pronounce Reus some somehow. Actus Reus equals Reus. Anyway, these kids were a brand campaign. I would call them uh, 2021 Thrash Actus meets. Reus. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm just trying to clarify. Actus Reus. The man's trying to talk, and you're you're all over the top of him. A C T U S R E U S. Actus Reus with a Reus. He's cut off. Keep going. Keep right. going. No, so it. so they're a do combination it. thrash metal. Yes. New, I'd say new metal screamo. Yes. I saw uh, metalcore on the description. Maybe metalcore, whatever that means. That also sounds like killer metal. And uh, they were in the. Um, they did a few covers that were badass, you know, but they did a lot of original music. Long story, even longer. Uh, they <laughs> they participated in this bracket system, just like the March Madness, you know, 64 yeah. bands where it started on a Twitch channel called DW Presents, which DW is Danny Hayes Windermer, I think is how you say his name. He's the guy who created all the big festivals across the country. Okay. Rockville, the one up in Kentucky, can't remember the name of it right now, the one out in California. KYville. Yeah, something. Um, anyway, these big freaking. Uh, so they're on his Twitch channel in a battle of the bands, and they made it all the way. Last week I listened. They had the final four, and they made it through the final four. So now this Sunday, which is tomorrow, which when this airs will be two weeks ago Sunday, right. um, is the finals. If they win the finals, they go to Rockville and Daytona and get to play on the main stage which they're all in their early 20s now. You just can't get bigger. They're in than good that. shape to play the main stage. Right. Sounds fucking awful, doesn't it? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. No. I mean, I did kind of, but I didn't mean it that way. Yeah. I mean, they're in position to open. <laughs> Coming to the main stage. Can you imagine that? Coming to the main stage, break out your dollar bills. It's Metallica. Right. Well, that's who's headlining. So it's oh, right on. kind of a big deal. The first yeah, night. So it's a big deal. Oh, first night, Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> Sorry. Second night, Metallica. I think the third night, Disturbed headlines. The fourth night, Metallica headlines again. So it's a huge, huge festival. And That's awesome. I mean, you're looking at Suicidal Tennessees, like Bisc. I mean, just every band you can pretty much name is playing this thing. That's a, that's a new name, my side project. It's a big deal. Big, big deal will just be the name of the fucking band. That's spelled it. D-I-L-L. That's Go. right. Goddamn right. Big deal. So anyway, they have a, uh, is there any way deal. we could listen to a, just a moment? Yeah. Of, uh, on Actus the YouTube, Reus. Actus Reus Cultist is probably their, their, Ooh, there it is. Ooh. Yeah, give it. Featuring thing. Taylor Barber of Left to Suffer. That dude's freaking. Is evil. he red? Oh, yeah. He's got the. It sounds cool. Just the name sounds cool. This was published back in October of 2020. Yeah. By the way, you should go check this out. Support your local metal. This stuff's sick, dude. I'm telling you. The video is really good, too. And they did all this themselves. Wow. I'm just happy that Thrash is alive in Atlanta.
love the glow of the dark bass strings. That's just so yeah, badass. that's pretty dope. I think the be sure to get some good relax. I think this is the basement. Oh, that's ridiculous. Some psilocybin Sriracha Check this part out That's fucking sick It's not drilling That is fucking retarded What's in this next part? Oh that's fucking sick (laughs) Oh that's ridiculous That's fucking ridiculous That's fucking heavy. That's gotta be a crazy fit live, man. That's gonna be fucking nuts live. That's badass, man. Yeah. yeah. Go yeah. check out the Actus Reyes. Yeah. I'm I'm really pulling for these guys to to make it to the that big show. Cultist, by the way. No doubt. So that, that that is tangentially and also not so tangentially, but also technically tangentially related <laughs> to what we're talking about today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, man, I'm covering all my bases, Bill. Don't God. don't fucking naysay me. <laughs> I'm trying to cover us from the most logical, smartical way possible. None of those words make sense. I just made them up. <laughs> did we even do the intro yet? I, I'm fucking Yeah, we did. We did. Like, yeah. Lubricated, man. And by <laughs> lubricated, I mean alcoholized. <gasps> this is breakfast. Fuck eggs and your sausage and your hash browns. Hash browns are like fried pubes. Nobody gives a shit about that. Fucking alcohol <laughs> is the breakfast of champions. Am I right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Don't look at me like I'm wrong. What are like 7.5? I don't know. Anywho, I feel like Bill's looking at me like I'm wrong. So thank you for indulging me with uh, my yeah, friends, man. man. But they're That's rad. Awesome. They're, I mean, when we again, when we went to that party and they started playing, it was just like, holy shit! It was one of those moments yeah. where like you're watching the real one deal. Of they're, they're well, I mean, just they're so fucking I tight. Know, man. I mean, that that little the little breakdowns with a I don't, I don't even know what timing that is. Just, That's it. That's kind of like the new stuff, like the code orange stuff, like mm-hmm. that really crazy stop time kind of yeah. what the fuck's happening kind of thing and the makeup was just for the video i've never seen him do that slipknot looking stuff before but it's kind of cool yeah. yeah well it's kind of a neat path to see like where metal's going because there's a lot of shit that's come out over the years that over time i think about it i'm like fuck now i realize where things have evolved to yeah at the time i didn't see it but now it's like you know like well, born of osiris well, hopefully they, they win and we get that. them in here you know, yeah, and, uh, if they'd cool. like to come on, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. If you'd like to come on, give us a call at 980-666-8182. What's that number? 980-666-8182. One more time with feeling. Call now, 980-666-8182. Not that much feeling. Thank you for that. Please give us a call, 980-666-8182. All right, now let's get to business. All Let's right. get down to dinner. Okay, now we're going a little bit out of order here, which my autistical brain is like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Stepping out of my comfort zone, and that's bullshit. It's kind of like the Black Album, which is not bullshit, but it's like stepping out of your comfort zone. It's a big deal. And so what we're doing is we're kind of stepping out of alignment because we want to do something special later in the year. 
for the defining moment of 1986. But first, I love the helmet. We want to celebrate the recent anniversary, which I believe is anniversary number 30 Uno. As of around or about the time of this recording? No, it'd be uh, 33 years, actually. What did I say, 31 Uno? No, you said 30, but we we, we covered this. 30, 33, it's 33-ish. My ears were smoking, but I figured it out. (laughs) South of heaven. Yes, indeed. Hail. How how did y'all feel? Okay, and the reason I asked this is because when this came out, the only way I knew about this was on WREK, Wreckage in Atlanta, Georgia Tech, Hale. And they played this, and they even talked about it before they played it. They're like, okay, this is very different than Rain and Blood. It's like, really? Yeah. It's like Rain and Blood was killer. What, what's, how's it going to be different? It's way different. And it started, and it was like, okay, it's slower. It's kind of darker. It's heavier. To me, it was scarier. Scarier? Yeah. I kind of got that a little bit. It was kind of darker. Yeah, I mean, Rain and Blood is dark as all fucking get out. It's just so fast, it's hard to get the creep. This was almost unsettling, factor. though. It's kind of like, yeah. to your point, it's like as, as heavy and crazy as they went in Rain and Blood, it's like, okay, now we're going to take that and make it even weirder. Or evil. Or- even, well, remember the back of the... Okay, think of the rain, back of Rain and Blood mm. on the back. They all look like they're fucking crazy, and it looked like fucking Stella Artois was the reason they were all fucking crazy. <laughs> Other than the fact that, no, they just ingested a shitload of LSD and murdered somebody. Allegedly. That's why they look crazy. Allegedly. Allegedly, okay. <laughs> but then you look at the back of this, and they all look completely fucking dead in the eyes, like, we have nothing else to live for. We've sold our souls to metal. This is what we have to live for. And it was like the heaviest, darkest, brutalest shit they played. They could still do the fast shit, obviously, side two, hello. But it's like it was a different kind of slayer. It was like a darker, eviler. It was eviler for sure, mm-hmm. but definitely darker, almost more close to home. Did you kind of get that? Sort of like, you know what? We don't even give a shit about the Satan shit anymore. That's passe, whatever. This is the real fucking horror story here. Yeah. I mean, look at that. They just look all subdued, like, yeah, life's a fucking downer. They probably just played a gig and retired as fuck. <laughs> probably, but if you look at the last one, it looked like, you know, hi, we're the poster children for cocaine. Check us out. Smile. Enjoy us. I'm just saying. Of course, if you think about it in a weird way, Rain and Blood kind of was like the poster child for cocaine, the album. It was the poster child album. I think the first time I heard this was actually in a classroom. I don't really? know if it was. During a lesson? Yeah, I don't. I feel like it was <laughs> during a like, lesson, like algebra or something. Algebra, fuck and, algebra. When have you used and, algebra ever? X plus Y equals go. Go fuck yourself. X plus Y equals GFY. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, and when I was, <laughs> you know, while the teacher's you know, doing his thing or whatever, a buddy of mine said, "Hey, I got the new Slayer." I was like, "New Slayer." I think I actually Holy listened to it, you know, while and, in class. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. As and you was, should. And I was thinking, Listen, yeah, children. This, this isn't, um, I mean, it's cool, you know, south of heaven, yeah, you know. So whatever, was your initial but, feeling kind of disappointment or were you kind of like confused? You know, I guess I was a little confused, yeah. <sighs> when I first listened to it, the very first listening, I did feel a little bit of disappointment. But then I listened to it again, like almost immediately. And because I was expecting, I was expecting rain and blood, I was, like angel of death, is right? What I was, right, right. Yeah. In but, the face. I mean, 
it, it's such a badass album. But though. when you listen to the whole album, yeah. it, 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 I think the tracks were laid out perfectly. Uh, they're, the creepy factor or the evil factor, oh, the, the scary factor was, 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 I mean, was insane. And the, and the lyric content was yeah. brutal. Yeah. I mean, how can you, how can you get more brutal than angel of death? It's really hard, but South of heaven, I don't know. They, they always managed to step up every single time. Every time they would do an album, it was like, Holy shit. They went there, but there's three songs on South of heaven that could have been on rain and blood easily. Yeah. 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 Easily. I mean, not South of heaven, rain and not blood silent plus. scream, uh, ghost for sure. Ghost, dissident aggressor. Silent, silent Scream could have been yeah, on there. Yeah, Silent Scream could You have think been so? There. I think so. Easy. Bury the Unwanted Child. Yeah. I think it could have been like after Reborn, actually. That would have been a great, or even before. Yeah. I mean, it's just as fast this as anything on there. Yeah. I think it could have easily been on there. This is one of those albums I still get every time I listen to it. It's just like, it's like I'm fucking 16 literally all over again. It came out July 5th, 1988. Most of y'all, again, were probably not even thoughts in your dad's balls as of yet, but it's like, when you hear this, you're thinking, my dad's balls must have really enjoyed July 5th, 1988. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if I hadn't been bored yet and my dad, you know, fucked me into somebody, I think that my dad's balls would have <laughs> really enjoyed July 5th, 1988. What, Russell? You're acting like it's a big fucking deal. I'm talking about geology here. Everybody, biology, whatever. It's an ology. <laughs> <sighs> People know it's good. You have children. I've never even seen one being born to did. Uh, you ain't missing much. I know. That's why I don't have them. <clears throat> this is the last album that was Def Jamified. Looks like a close-up of a horse's eye blinking. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what in the Jesus did you just say? You're welcome for that visual. <laughs> Looks like a horse's eye blinking. Close up of a horse's eyeball blinking. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I can't mind vomit that image out of my brain. <laughs> You're welcome for that. All right, back to Slayer. Mind vomit. That's the hashtag there. I actually oh. snort laughed. I eyes currently. <laughs> You know what I found out? I got to interject this real quick before we go on about oh. South of Heaven. I didn't realize this, and I've been told Here this recently. <laughs> it, well, recently. Nature kind of told me this recently. Apparently, when I laugh, I get like this rev up thing. It's like when I get really tickled by something, I'll just kind of have like, oh, like a douche. <laughs> revved not up revved like up like a douche. Kind of revved up like a douche, but not a douche. <laughs> a deuce. deuce. Not revved up like a douche badge, you know, or anything like that. Or douche a douche. Canoe. Or douche canoe. Douche canoe. I've just noticed, like, whenever I get tickled particularly, I just kind of, there's like a, it's like a rev up and then it kind of, the laughter. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we all have our thing. South of heaven. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Russell. <laughs> I'm sorry. We've said way too much. Yeah. Hit that title. So, you know what? You don't even have to fuck. Nobody has to exercise. Just fucking do ab laughter. That's all you got to do. Ab laughter is the way to get stronger abs. Six minute ab laughter. Well, can you imagine a joke that would have you going for six minutes? I have. I've lost it before. I've been. What's the word? Tickled to the point where I can't yes. stop. That's my favorite. No matter how hard I try. Did you have like yeah. aftershocks? That yeah. Kind of lingered. Those are the best. <laughs> Those are my favorites. That is the best. So certified gold in 1992. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw on my 1988 helmet. That was yeah. a good year. That was like the peak year of my helmet. 
Actually, I don't even think my helmet knew what my helmet was by then. That was uh, 1988 was the year of our Lord Voltage, I believe, was the band I was in at the time. Yeah. Voltage. I believe it was Voltage at 88. That was ninth grade. Yeah. It was bandless at the time. That's when we first started. Yeah. yeah. I was still yeah. taking guitar lessons, I think, and I was like, you know, okay, he's like playing stuff and then playing it back. I can do that. And that's exactly what I did. After was six that months, Joe? I was like, that's how I learned how to do it. Was that Joe? Joel's music? No. Wallace Reed music, Joe. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go to Joe's music. Sorry, that was an on mic burp, and it was moist, and I had to hashtag. Do Somebody said to stop fucking burping. stop burping, and you know what? I feel like you're fucking trying to suppress my artisticality. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. I'm gonna keep burping, and I'm gonna keep doing. You know, crazy. Man, we just lost another listener. Crickets. All right, that's all right. We'll gain Crickets. another one. Whoever hated my burps, someone else will embrace my burps. Yeah, probably not. And those who, those thinking, are the ones uh, we love. I'm thinking Bill's correct. <laughs> I feel like y'all are full of shit. I'm with Bill on this. Y'all one. are wrong. <laughs> Fucking don't even, don't even. And usually, you know what? Half don't of them, even, not even me. I mean, even, just, not I'm just saying. Half of them were me anyway. So you were taking all the blame. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking Half all the blame. Of them were you? You're taking all the blame. You're making me the sacrificial lamb here is what you're saying. Dude, y'all are going to fucking believe this. Okay, I was probably a little relaxer the other day, and I, I remember probably. my fucking neighbors, dude, there's a sheep bleeding in the backyard like, ah! like a fucking sheep. And I'm like, do they have a fucking child that's a sheep, or do they have a fucking sheep at their fucking house? I think they got a fucking sheep, dude. Do you live in a neighborhood with a covenant? We don't. You mean do we have like homeownership? You know, do you warlords? Have a collection of no, we do not have. You don't those. have a collection of Karens. Okay, no, we don't have you know a what, Karen that's, colony. That's what you call a group <laughs> of Karens, a homeowners association. Anyway, yeah. All right, so the, yeah, it's probably a sheep. Kaleidoscopic. Clan and you do of live Karens. in Wilburn and um, Lawrenceville, technically, or Lawrenceville, and a lot of people around there like keeping farm animals. I used to live there. I know. We kept farm animals. If I got to hear that motherfucker again, I'm like, okay, I'm blasting death metal right at their fucking house. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking, I'll do it. I'll do, do it. it. Do I'll it. Give a fuck. Do it. Do, do it. it. All right. So uh, back to Slayer. Thank you. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, I just noticed Russell's phone's ringing. Don't hit green. No. did think that was creepy as fuck when I first heard it. Oh, it is. Absolutely. It's awesome. When the second guitar comes in, it's just... Yeah. It's a whole different deal. Or deal. Right here. on par creepy with Angel of Death. That part. This next line is creepy as fuck. That was heavy as shit. That was as heavy as Angel of Death was fast. 
but I mean the, the lyrical. Oh yeah. sound of this one man the drums are so fucking crisp yeah, yeah man <clears throat> thick too like yeah. really punchy yes i mean rain I of like blood it. was like very very which we haven't gotten to yet but we will rain of blood was real punchy but this one was like punchy with more depth yeah kind of like if you could imagine like you know think back to the old kung fu movies of the 70s and somebody like hit somebody and there'd be like a push. <laughs> this was kind of more like with the matrix style technology where you hit someone and it's like and there's like this weird slow motion kind of <laughs> hey man this is philip in slow mo man it definitely filled the room it did do yeah. that filled yeah. it up it filled it all the way up i remember that uh wreckage they used to like I think particularly when How the Heaven came out, they played like that, Silent Scream, and I think probably uh, Cricket Cross. Yeah, but Cricket Cross, definitely. I remember hearing that on there. I remember whenever they would set it up, like whenever this is a new one they were playing, it was, there was always this excitement, like, oh, fuck, what are they going to play next? Because mm-hmm. I remember when they played Silent Scream, I thought, okay, this is weird sounding. And I think they, at the time, they figured out some kind of way to play at the end of South of Heaven and like go straight to Silent Scream. But something about Silent Scream, just the way it was, it was just creepy. Oh, yeah. Just had. Do you think this one, I think you just said this, do you think this one was more creepy than Rain and Blood overall? Like somehow maybe more real? The album or the song? Silent the Scream. album oh, overall. The, uh, overall, yeah, absolutely. I think so. Like just creepier on like a more real, like well, yeah. this is real shit going on versus, because Rain and Blood was kind of the end of like the whole or even before that, it's kind of the end of the whole, you know, Satan and all that stuff and moving into like the real life shit. Kind of. This was almost getting more, I think, even into the real life shit. Yeah. Like Rain Plus, maybe. Well, Silent Screams, I mean, the subject of the song is... Abortion. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But freaking the guitar work in the song, I love it. Love it. Love it. Used to blow my mind. I used to figure out how the fuck can they play that fast? Right. That, I think that for me was like the the confidence moment of okay they still know how to play fast as fuck it's like look just don't get your panties in a bunch that we open the album a little differently than say before because we still got the fast we have the heavy and we have the fast well this makes total sense I'm reading this little article that Billiam has pulled up. This is on Revolver.com. It says, uh, but with South of Heaven, the band actually gave some serious thought to how the album should sound before any of the songs had even been written. We don't do concepts. King told Guitar World in 2006. We don't have band meetings. The only time we made a collective decision to do something different was with South of Heaven. We had done Rain and Blood, and we said, let's give them something that they won't expect 
this was also to make the live sets more interesting because to go up there and just play fast, it's a barrage that people can't take. We wanted to mix it up and make our show more of a roller coaster ride, you know which what? totally makes sense. I, yeah. I feel like his beard spoke on behalf of him the whole that whole interview <laughs> part. I don't even think it was really Kerry King talking. It was his fucking beard talking, man. It's like, did y'all not hear it? Could have been the beard. Is it... Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just skeptical of everything, but I feel like that was Kerry King's beard. I don't think that's how he really feels. Well, I feel like his beard has taken over is what I'm saying. Kerry King and Jeff Henneman co-wrote seven of the 10 tracks on Rain of Blood. I feel like Kerry's future beard had a part in that. And I feel like you guys are, are not seeing it. I, I understand. I don't know saying. why you don't see it, but I feel like his beard really I think I'm had a choosing beard. not to see it maybe more so than, <laughs> than not actually seeing it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're choosing to leave it out. Yeah. By the way, this is Revolver. It's not things you didn't know about. Uh, and this was the last year Slater. that he had hair, correct? Uh, thrash. The last year he had hair. I don't know. I think he had hair in 1990. Maybe. But he it was, shaved it before Divine Intervention in '94. Uh, okay, so there's a there's a difference here. All right. Mandatory so. Suicide was inspired by films about the Vietnam War. Derp. Have you listen to those lyrics? Yeah, you should right. listen to the outro of that. Have y'all heard the, uh, it's the live undead. It's the, when they did the entire Rain of Blood in its entirety live. Uh-uh. They played South of, or uh, Mandatory Suicide, and it was it was chilling. It was like that, that outro part. Yeah. It was one of those where it's like it makes your blood run cold like holy shit i can't believe there's you know soldiers that deal with this yeah I, sorry to get all political man but it's sort of a political song free between the lines the band had become bored with satanic lyrics by the time they wrote south of heaven bored is in quotes so i guess that means they mastered satanic lyrics by the time they wrote south of heaven Could be. all right true don't deny the power of satan yeah, absolutely not. this message brought to you by satan it's kind of funny they feel like they're like we're totally over the satan stuff <laughs> oh my god it's like he's a red dude he's horny well, and he has that, a fork and like hooves that was the whole thing with the early a little 80s dick. it's like what's the fucking deal and that's what sold in the early 80s and then they decided to yeah go thank on, you reagan admin go on a different path holy shit Kerry king didn't like the record all that much sorry Kerry king you're fucking wrong well it's because he's he only wrote three of the songs on it or well, that's on him. On it. yeah. It's still a was, killer album. He was in a writer's block or something during. That's this okay. Album. Artists yeah. have that. That's that's what that's what people don't seem to understand about creative people. Sometimes yeah. they just have a lull. Oh, Dave didn't like it either. Well, you know what? Fuck both of y'all because I, I think y'all are both. <laughs> they are album. Both, I don't give a shit. They're both wrong because it's beautiful. Even, they're, they're allowed to have opinions. Okay, here's a question, and maybe this sound. Maybe it's out of line. Okay, it but hear probably me out. Will be. Hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> guess is hear me it's out. Be out of line. Yes. Do y'all feel like they feel like South of Heaven was their Saint Anger? No. No, but the, two of them, half a Slayer, don't even like that album, and that's like that's a fucking classic album. How do you not like it? Well, they they don't like. Sometimes people have kids; they don't like it. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, if you have fifteen Is kids, it? odds are there's going to be a couple of them you don't like. <laughs> Look, I'll believe that if I go back and interview Tony Ohm and he says, you know, Technical Ecstasy is my favorite Black Sabbath album, then I'll fucking believe that. I don't Otherwise, think he would ever say that, I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe that either. Yeah. I'm just saying. 
Sorry, I don't know if I just made it weird with Scrolls that. Scrolls for the Elder was uh, Paul Stanley's favorite album. So, you Scrolls know. for the Elder. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> What a great intro. Freaking William is killing our drums right now. All those tentacles. It's Excuse like, me! <laughs> it's like Dave Lombardo, Mike Smolnoy, and Neil Peart. Yeah, I forgot how fast this one was. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. This was proof they still had it for me. Yeah, I think this album was more of their justice. You think? Yeah. Coming really? off coming off their best, you know, one of the greatest thrash albums yeah, ever written. Rain was hard to beat. Right. But it still has elements from it. And but it had some slower stuff, you know. Residual elements, some, some I different guess. Different stuff. William, so. your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I might agree with that because the sound of it is right. kind of like the justice sound. Right. Right. It's just it's more it's kinda in your face. Right, than any other Metallica album, really. really? You know? But didn't you think this one kind of had that sort of, okay, uh, permission to use judicious use of a particular reference? No. I feel like, like, well, I feel like with with South of Heaven, they kind of took Rain and Blood and they said, okay, well, Rain and Blood is sort of like, it's perfect. South of Heaven is, is one of those, like, if you look at one of those, like, perfect, like, chef steaks and they put it on a plate, it looks like a beautiful fucking steak. South of Heaven is like that same steak with like a little fucking like string artist initial snooty thing in the corner of like A1 sauce and like a piece of like jalapeno mint. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> the chickens have large talons. <laughs> yes, they do. They do have. And fucking big hands. a word you too. said, boy. <laughs> <laughs> And Russell's like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, oh, get Rain <laughs> got a snort. Got a snort well, I mean, Rain had that sound, but it's like South of Heaven was like Rain with like even more of a black tie. It's like if you could imagine a black tie affair, but like even more formal. That's kind of what Rain and what South of Heaven was because it Rain and Blood had a very direct mix. It was very dry. There wasn't a lot of frill to it. Not a lot of reverb. South of Heaven had that thicker kind of. I don't want to say black album mix, no, but it produced. had that kind of yeah. yeah don't like, you think? Like justice, right? Justice. Yeah. So I said justice. Do you think yeah. overly produced or, or no, just no, a little more expanded on the prior theme? No, no. I don't think Slayer had an overly produced album personally. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, because I felt like this kind of continued on with like Rain, like the same feel. Yeah, but just like maybe a little more polished in spots. Like, well, it's a lot more kind of like justice here. And, <laughs> Well, right. actually, I think Master was probably one of their most produced. I think that was ever. probably the most yeah. polished. If we're going to talk about the Metallica catalog, but anyhow, all right, pre, let's go. Let's go. Pre- the, the analogies yeah. are, are 
The analogies make you uncomfortable. The analogies. The, the, the next one is one of my absolute favoritos. Oh, it's mine too. Yes. My, yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite song on this album, but this one's always this one favorite for me. And then the next one. Yeah, those those goes to. I mean, those next four it, yeah. are like Golden Jerry Five, really. If yeah. we're gonna be real, this would be the Live and Dead. You already know. I could hear this coming in right after post one. I could see that. Snares in your face. All of the snares right yeah. there. It's like the same production as Rain, but like silkier. Bass. He did a lot of the dual vocals. Yeah. With talking, low. talking behind it. Yeah. That adds a whole nother element. It adds a very weird dimension. Yeah. I like it. I think they explored their darkness on this album. Sorry, I improvised. <laughs> Do you have to put that right on the mic? Sorry. <laughs> it's part of the shtick, man. The audience Sh- loves it. Shtick. The audience loves it. You like fish sticks? <laughs> fish sticks. Fish sticks. <laughs> what is it, Tom? Awesome. Well, they brought oh back the old uh, Hello Waits devil voice in there, too. That was kind of cool. God, I fucking, I wanted to figure out that guitar part so hard for so long. I was like, I was dying to know how to play it because I was like I thought that was the most badass thing I'd ever heard I was like holy shit it is I think that was the the last high pitched scream too right I think that was it yeah Yeah. I think so but he fucking I mean in a way I guess I guess South of Heaven almost embodies like everything about do you think it's kind of the catch all Slayer record like that has everything kind of I think so yeah Yeah. that's fair because it just it seems like it accompanies like 
the more modern Slayer, the earlier Slayer, like with the more cryptic. Well, the good news you know, is stuff. Slayer never really deviated too far from their, you know. No, yeah. but you, but you know how some bands can kind of have their own little artistic catharsis and go a different way right. and do whatever they do, but it's like they may basically stay, everybody butt Slayer. Well, but well, they may stay in their in their they're into the pool but it's still they're still evolving like slayer still stayed in the slayer into the pool but slayers still evolved their sound over years yeah yeah, yeah. they got they got angrier yeah and yeah. god bless them for that amen oh the next one that's a cble for fucking sure I just love the sound of that. I can listen to that on infinite repeat. Just hearing that, it's almost like it's like audio Calgon. A lot of people are too young to know what Calgon is. Calgon is an old school. I guess it's like bubble bath for like what middle aged women in the seventies or something. Bath. That's basically what the fuck Calgon is. I mean, let's be honest. That's what it was. Calgon was like bubble bath with Take opium in it. That's all, what it was. It's all marketing, right? Yeah, Calgon was bubble bath with opium and a fucking romance novel all baked in. Probably a dildo in there somewhere, too. The Crooked Cross. Yeah, but so behind the Crooked Cross was like Audio Calgon. Really, that's what Slayer's entire catalog is, is Audio Calgon. Can yes. we be honest with yes. that? Is Audio Calgon core? Is that a, do y'all agree? Is that <laughs> I'm, fair? I'm I mean, not sure that's a core or a hashtag. <laughs> I, th- I think it can be both. Come on, Russell, <laughs> give me a vote. You're the dissenting opinion. Come on. <laughs> you got to weigh in. Whoa. You're losing me, man. You're not even in left in. field today, dude. You're up in the stands <laughs> hanging, with the, hanging with the crowd. <laughs> oh, shit. In the stands? You're in the cheap seats today. Bruh. 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 Yeah, especially say saying that, bruh. I say that with a capitalized and italicized Bruh. Bruh. With the R-A-H. Bruh. All right, stop saying that. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, the mandatory suicide. This ranks up with maybe my top five. The ultimate sacrifice. Slayer songs. That's what this song's about. I always thought that was magic, didn't you? That harmony. Yeah, it's freaking sick. Uh, 
think it's when they kind of mastered the sound. What's crazy is if this was another another band mm-hmm. and you're hearing that gen, 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 it's just gen, kind of basic gen, yeah. and it's, it's basic and somebody else is doing the vocal it's just it, it's it wouldn't be there but when he's doing it and it they're doing perfect. it it's fucking badass can, can we please hear the outro of this like the, that spoken part yeah probably not oh come on billion that part is the most if you listen to it, it's the most intensive part in thrash you should ever hear. Listen to this. Read those lyrics. The ultimate sacrifice. Remember that. way to end a song yeah it's creepy as shit I like it, it is creepy but you know what that's only gotten more traction i think as oh, yeah. time has gone on for real like if you watch the um still rating dvd when they do that holy shit dude i gotta check that out that's all i can say is holy shit and talk about a way to go into side two holy macahonies oh yeah this song is badass holy maximum cojones might be my favorite Slayer song ever. Really? Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. It's a good one, Jerry. It's a toughie. That is a toughie. It's a good one. I mean, the Chemical Warfare callback? I mean, come on. Come on. And go. song man that is awesome that's i don't know i mean that that might uh, see oh okay wait, wait a don't minute. say it because you, you can't no. say it you can't say it, you can't say I gotta it. Say it. i gotta say there it. is no favorite song it's no, all of them no <laughs> what's your favorite ghost, song? ghost of war Every is one, one of those that i fucking 
it's one of those like in the top. If, if we're gonna do a top five Slayer, I know we tried to do that before and we fucking failed miserably. We could do it again, but it's gonna have to go in the. It's going right up there with like either Angel or Rain. Yeah. Easy in the top five. Easy. How can it not? Yeah, there's there's so many to choose from. Though. I know, I but know. that one. I don't know, man. And I love those so much, but what's the... God, I can't remember the name of it. Enter to the realm of... Which Saved. one is that? Altar of Sacrifice. Yeah, that's my, that's probably say, my favorite. Not if, interesting, If I have man. a favorite, it's that's probably... Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to make a r- ridiculous Black Album reference, but it's oh, not Inner Sandman. It's just... Not. <laughs> At this point, it's I'm just sorry. forced. Look, it's forced. No, you're it's forcing not. it. You're Look. forcing it. Look, that ain't you're, my bitch, man, okay? You're <laughs> <not>. forcing <laughs> it. You know, you can play just the tip every once in a while. You don't have to just... <laughs> <laughs> you don't just have to force it. Oh, okay. shit. We're, at this point, we're just entertaining ourselves. Uh, we are. I'm sorry. If we're I'm sorry. sorry. I'm let me we're sorry and thank you, and we're sorry. I digest. What, what were y'all's <laughs> thoughts on uh, Read Between the Lies? Eh. Yes. It's good. Well, you know, it's funny because... It doesn't... It, keep in mind, a- after we'd heard South of Heaven, because that was the first intro to Slow Slayer, I was like, yeah. okay, this is Slayer with like training wheels and with the governor not being able to go faster than they used to. But then you got used to kind of the... It, it's kind of their album that kind of brought back groove, I thought. I like this song for sure. I yeah. love this song. Yeah. It's like yeah. side two for me is a yeah. good side. Oh, it's Definitely. great. But this one, for some reason, the groove factor is just... I fucking dig it. Yeah. It's it's subtle, but it's there. Yes. Read between the lies. Hope your neighbors aren't outside. Yeah, if they are, fuck them. No, I'm going to blow a snot rocket here in a second. Okay. I'll clear over the fence. You mind if I go pee over your fence? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. You can get it like a sexual predator. What about from like your neck? <laughs> Take it for that. <laughs> Hold on, wait. I'm sorry. I keep it going. very different for slayer that yeah. groove yeah. that whole even the way that was played it was like oh man all slayer songs sound the same no they don't no, go no, back no. and listen to that that that's like a different kind of groove for kind of upbeat almost kind of yeah. and i know carrie's like got a big problem with the next song i think a very big problem because he, he thinks it sounds too happy too much singing yeah cleanse the soul i mean 
But it's like, on some level, you got to admit, because at this point, they were probably enjoying incredible success because Rain and Blow was a big fucking album, which we'll get to later in the year when we get to it. Ha, ha, ha. But in a way, you can't help but, if you're an artist, you can't help but if joy infiltrates your writing process. And it's like, okay, I know it sounds happier than normal, you know. It's just, sorry, we're in a fucking good mood, you know. We got endless amounts of money yeah, and we're coke not poor and anymore. blow <laughs> and alcohol and food and whores. And, you know, we've got fucking access to everything, you know. We can't help it when if our rich become Midwestern? I don't know, dude. Maybe they've got, they might have like a huge fucking like, all of Iowa might be like, fuck Slipknot, we love Slayer, and they might fucking all be Slayer fans. You don't know. Could be. They might be Slipknot fans. You don't know. Let's listen to Happy. Happy. Cleanse the soul. I don't think it's that happy, but you be the judge. It's very major sounding. We're being real. I like it. I also like it. I don't get it. Sounds like Slayer. Yeah. Exactly. If I I were going to offer any bit of advice, I would say that I understand Carrie's point because to me it sounds like Slayer. To us it sounds like Slayer. Right? Yes. Okay. Agreed. Move on. But... If you think about their riffs, even that lead, it's fucking happy. Uh, That's okay. It's not dark and demonic and scary and ooh, what the fuck kind of like minor. the earlier shit. It's yeah, not as minor. It's not as minor as the other yeah. shit, but it's yeah. like, it's still Slayer. Yeah. yeah, I don't get it. The vibe to me is still Slayer. I don't get it. You know, when I think about, you know, stained glass and like incense fills the night and shit like that, it's fucking Slayer, man. It's it's still evil. Don't you think Satan has a good day in hell? When it comes to Kerry King, I I think he just likes talking sometimes. You think? Yeah. You think he likes making people like see that? My God, I'm sorry. I made it so happy, you guys. I, was I don't think it's like that. Mood. I think it's more of. Uh, you don't think he talks like that in his no. free time? No, I really his don't. beard talks I like that. I don't think his beard talks like that. I think his beard does. I Russell. don't. I think, I think it's you're much, wrong. I think, I think you're it's wrong. much more bravado and much more. Uh, um, so you know how we were talking before about how sometimes you're wrong. I think it's one of those times. I don't think so. I don't deny the powers. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, uh, he's a pansy. Yeah, when he listens to all the bastard. different guys from Sawyer Talk, he's the one that comes off with all the bravado. He's kind of the know it all. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just, you know, he's probably it, a sensitive man, Russell. I just think he likes to talk. Maybe he does. But you know what? If you listen to that song, yes, it sounds like Slayer, but also it does kind of sound like Happy Slayer. It sounds like if it sounds like if Satan's having a great day in damnation and micromanagement isn't seizing up and failing like it always does, like it's actually working, like damnation is working, and for a day Satan's like, this is like the happiest day of my entire existence. We're, we're talking about a man in one of those documentary movies that says uh, we were just in it for the chicks and the booze, and I don't drink. And then the very next scene, there's pictures of him and Hetfield and everybody, and he's got like a big ass bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, whatever, liar. <laughs> 
whatever. Let me guess, no poon for you either, right? <laughs> By the way, we are in Bunker Poon Studios. Do y'all think that should be the new name? No. Do you think? Come no. on, Bill. <clears throat> no. Come on, you're the producer. Bunker don't, Poon. Don't you want to say that you've produced a Bunker Poon Inversion Studios? I like no. Metal Nerdery Studios. Or Inverted Bunker Poon. Metal Nerdery Inverted Bunker Poon Studios. Boom. It's a new core. What about Prestige Worldwide Studios? Prestige. <laughs> that has nothing to do with Metal Nerdery. Sounds awesome, though. It's it's also awesome. Has, that sounds it also nice. has nothing to do with Bunker Poon, if we're being honest. Yeah. If we're being honest. I don't know. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Look, and Bunker some... Poon Studios is going to be the name of my production company. Y'all mark my fucking words. All right. It, hold on. Let me mark it. Real when real I'm real. a trillionaire. Hold on. Let me mark it. Rookie. And I own the Rothschilds. You one twenty three p.m. You wait. That's right. One twenty three. Fucking nailed marked it. on June the twenty sixth. One twenty three. Are we time? Are we are we ready to pay some homage to the nah. Judas Priest? Oh priest. yeah, I guess we are. We're getting close to that, aren't we? Yes. No, we got one more. Yes. Right. No, that's after sin. Dissident aggressor. Their first recorded cover tune. It's an excellent choice. Judas Priest. I like what they did with it though. CBLE, that's heavy as fuck. their reasoning for doing a priest cover. I'm just curious. Fill in the gaps. War themed. I mean, they did a great job of it because honestly, I didn't know it was a priest cover until later in life. I remember reading a thing a while back. I think it was the Testament boys talking about like what they had to do like the fulfill their time this is taken during the cover but the somebody coming out to take the picture okay for the web page okay so the heaven okay Ow! um there was something to do with the amount of time that it was going to take to fill an album and it was like bands were like being obligated to fill so much time. So it was like, okay, they'll sort of cover time. Well, once they moved to CDs, they had more room to put more songs yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, sorry, guys, you got to work harder. Well, that's what I honestly, that was the reason why I asked that question. Is it because they didn't write enough material for it and they needed one more song to fill out the gap? Because it's not. a great cover. But if you think about it yeah. back in the day, it's the, a whole, great cover. the whole Nwaba movement and even everything, even really the thrash movement was all about. Hey, let's let's play covers of the shit that. Well, that's a priest song nobody heard. That we dig, yeah, right. That's a priest song nobody knew. But that's letting this generation know about. Hey, you need to go back and check this generation of metal out, right? Because they are important. Because we would not be here were it not for them. Just a thought. Okay, now spill the blood. 
I think this was a big deal for Slayer because technically, technically, and this was the whole back in the day thrash thing. When a thrash band played like, you know, ooh, a clean intro. I loved ooh. it. I loved it on this song. But it was yeah. like, okay, Slayer's got a clean intro. Ooh. Fucking evil. So and this song is it scary is fucking as shit. Evil. <laughs> the only so thing, scary. honestly, I think the only thing that would have made it even creepier would be if they would have done it like on a fucking acoustic. That would have been eerie as shit. Think it's, about it's spill, pretty clean. I know, oh, but yeah. think about spill the blood played on like a fucking acoustic, like a lonely acoustic by itself. Well, this like beginning reverb. riff almost sounds like they're using an acoustic. I mean, it's super clean. It might be layered up, but yeah, it's, it's super clean. It sounds eerie as shit. Yeah. Almost Tell sounds me. like there's like a what's that small little organ thing called? Like a fucking uh, harpsichord. Harpsichord. Almost sounds like those they have Zerenfest. one of those kind of going along with it or something. It's I saw really one of those Serenfest. I, I got to share this with y'all before you share that. Before you share that. Before you play that. So here's a question. Right. If you get called on the stage to be a part of a Renaissance Fair show, and you take a beer up there, and someone takes a sip out of your beer and spits it back into the beer. Oh, I saw that. Do you think they expect you to drink out of the beer after they do that? Yeah. No, no, they don't. They okay, don't. well, I did oh, that. I and they looked at me kind of like, oh, my God, man, you should be locked up in a mental institution. And I was like, no, I shouldn't, because this my fucking beer you just drank out of and spit into a winch. <laughs> Spilled the blood. Sorry, that was a shitty segue. <laughs> I think can't be loud enough is accurate. Right. Doesn't it sound kind of like one of those little... It kind of has a harpsichordy sound-ish. But this drum fill right here. Oh, man. It's it's dark as shit, though. song <laughs> just sing the long man <laughs> it's a badass song it's a great, it's a badass song. Yeah. song a great way to close it out very heavy definitely most deceptive soft intro I've ever heard in a Slayer song ever well 
I'm still a big fan of that whole thought process of um, you can't know how heavy something is until you play something light before it, you know. And that's, that's true. This is a good example of a nice, clean intro, but as soon as that drum fill comes in, yeah. you know this song's about to get heavy as yeah. fuck. It's like, yeah. Y'all want to know a cool Frankenslayer tune? As soon as I found it, I was in love with it. Because, you know, the, the beginning of Ghost. Ghost of War is basically the end of Chemical Warfare. Right. There's a combo track out there of Chemical Warfare and they Ghost of War. It, yeah. And it goes into it and it's flawless. <laughs> so that's pretty Fucking cool. flawless. So. What are you saying, Matt? You saying you want to hear it? Yeah, I am. I wonder if it's too much. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. Let's see if the other guys agree. I don't know, Matt. They're not looking at you. They're like, you know what? You're just saying words. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Listen to this yeah, instead. This, this part. I love yeah, this part. Oh. Yeah. It's drums here, man. Still my favorite drummer in this genre. Freaking tone, guitar tone on that is just so nasty. JCM 800s all day. Would you change the tracking on the album? No. At all? I think it's perfect. I thought that, I've always thought this album was laid out just yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, me too. I think Spill the Blood is a great way to close Some it. things are just not meant to be fucked with. It's right. like, no, it just kind of works like it is. And occasionally you can find an album that's even a great album where you're like, ah, I might have would have put that song last or moved this one up a little bit, but not this album. This one, is, I thought do it was like. Do you out, feel right? like you get it more with time? Like you realize that, you know what? No, oh, those songs wait just wait go Maybe exactly I'm going right. to change my mind. I might change my mind. I just what would you change? Uh, I'd swap one and two. I'd swap one and two. I'd make You put uh, South of Heaven second? Yeah. Yeah. That's a drag for the second track, though. I mean, second track, you got to kind of keep the energy. Well, up. first, it's like, yeah. that's, that's too much of a drop for the second track. That'd be like, oh. I'm just so used to the first track being the fastest, you know, kind of yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Just a thought. Just a thought. But see, that was kind of the, the redemption factor because it's like once they started in with, with Silent Scream, I was like, okay, yeah, they're, they still got it. They still got it. They didn't lose it. They just went heavy on us on the first track. They just went heavy, you guys. Come on. I wouldn't change anything on the side, too. No. no that's not at one. all. Yeah. I think they, they did okay with this one. <laughs> <laughs> they did okay. They did all right. I don't know. I thought they did smashingly. Yeah. That's actually a word. Yeah. So you got uh You know what's funny, though? I almost kind of hate to say it. I'm going to say it anyway, because I know it's going to be unpopular. Maybe it'll piss y'all off. Probably. And if it does, you can give us a call at 980-666-8182. One more time. 980-666-8182. This time without any feeling. For all of us in the newsroom, <laughs> including our sociopathic anchor, 980-666-8182. Thank you. Plus a hatchet. No, but I really think that Ah, foot cramp. That the first sucks. time I heard the priest version of Distant Aggressor, I was like, holy shit, I think I like the original better. Maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of songs I like the original better. I just thought it was a really good cover. But I heard it was a good cover, but yeah. when I heard the original, I was like, fuck, the original is like more like 
It was a little more up tempo, I guess. It was yeah. kind of the same vein, but it was like a little more up tempo. Right. right. I don't know if I agree with that one. And of course, it started off with like a, you know, like total sword metal, sword power metal, metal core, power metal. Hey, core. fuck! That's the new. That's the new core. Sword metal, power metal core. Sword <laughs> power metal, power sword metal cord. Oh, you're making my balls hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you too? I got a ball sting. Really? Yeah. A ball sting. Not <laughs> <laughs> even. Holy shit. No, this is this is monumental. He said it affects his balls too. I thought it was just me. I didn't know. I didn't know. I was about to say I knew Christopher Walker was coming. <laughs> I can hear him almost. I didn't know. Almost head and muscle. I didn't know. Cold. It affected your balls the same. This is the way it affects Matthew's balls. <laughs> He's got like a field of balls. He doesn't even know. Oh, you, you fellas are a blessing. <laughs> we are. Right. Did we even cover the technical specs about rain in, or uh, south of heaven? Rain in, rain in heaven? South of no. blood, sir. South of blood. Uh, we didn't. Who produced it? I think Larry Carroll did the artwork. I think we can all agree on that. Sure. I'm going to go with Ruben for the production for 200 Alex. Yes. Yeah. Probably because yep. that's likely. Yep. Larry Carroll. Yes, we nailed it. Howie Weinberg with the mastering. Sorry, well, Howie. I, I know it's not how you pronounce it, actually. Andy, <laughs> Andy Wallace with the mixing. Was yeah. that bad? I, I didn't mean that to be bad. Uh, I know what you were doing. It's just relaxers, I, I man. That's what what's going on. I know what you're doing. Charted so, well. Yeah, charted. Australia, 53. Dutch album is 31, German album is 57 on the US 200. Here's a question. Do you think the Billboard 200 expanded from the Billboard 100? Because they were like, but there's so many good ones that are almost as good as the 100. Well, no, they're not. I'm guessing. How how high do you think uh, Justice charted that year? I bet Justice probably got like eight. In the top 10, probably. Hold on. Bill's going to fucking Google eyes it. Yes, he is. State of Euphoria probably did pretty well. I don't, that I was a good it, year. Do you think it did as well as fucking? I bet it didn't do as well. None of them did as well as Ozzy's. Uh, no By the way, there is a Justice Dive coming in the near future at some point. Oh, you know, number, number six. You were close. Ooh, what yeah. did I say? Number four. You said seven. I thought it was close. Yeah, that was, that was uh, real close. Uh, Hashtag. Sorry, whoever hates the burps. I'm sorry. I feel compelled to do them. I feel like it adds a moisture component to the show, <laughs> and I feel like all of you enjoy it. I'm going to get sick. Whether you like it or not. It smells great in here. I know. You should smell it. All right, let's get out of here, fellas. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Hail okay. to the south of heaven. Thank you all for joining us and listening to us once again. And hail this to you all. This has been the Metal Nerdery Podcast. That was a dive on the south of heaven. And thank you all for listening and get ready for episode 100. Coming up, it's going to be, <laughs> be amazeballs. Oh, see ya. We love you. And good night. Bye-bye. Take care now. Bye-bye then. Hello, everybody. This is Gazer, the butler. <laughs> You're listening to Metal Nerdery. Go buy their shit at metalnerdery.com slash merch. I've got to go get merely some more pasta sauce. Mm. You can also go to metalnerdery.com slash episodes podcast or whatever the fuck it's called today right. but now i got to go write some songs and resurrect John Paul George and Ringo anyway I think it's the nuts in my mouth that made me forget fuck eggs and your sausage and your
hash browns. Hash browns are like fried pubes. Nobody gives a shit about that. Rocking balls. I got a ball sting. That was like the peak ear of my helmet. So hard for so long. You should smell it. Actually, I don't even think my helmet knew what my helmet was by then. Ah, you're making my balls hurt. It's all bullshit. There's no moon.